You know what I thought about when I was uh, making the list for today's episode? I, I was like, how awesome would it be if when we started the, the fireside chat, I was just like, so Teague, you know, we gather here today to answer the question of is 2023 the greatest year in video games of all time ever? What's the answer? No. Well, it was a good show. <laughs> I like it. That's what I was thinking this morning. I was like, maybe we should just do that. That would be pretty good. People, people go to check the podcast episode. It's like this, this next week episode, 27 seconds. <laughs> yeah. clip it on it, yeah. No, no, no. It's got to be the full hour and a half. But then after the first like 27 seconds, it's just Christmas music. <laughs> nice, nice, So nice. they do click on it. I'll, I'll find some, like, NES Christmas music loop from, like, from, some like, Jesus Nintendo game they released in, like... Yeah. You remember all those religious games they released on Nintendo? No. No? <laughs> We're in Fireside Chat territory now. Mm. Yeah, they did, like, a, there was some company that did, like, a whole bunch of Jesus games. Christian, oh, Christianity games back in, like... I had one of them on Nintendo. Nice. It actually wasn't bad. It was, like, a... I mean, it was just a... Yeah, typical, whatever. They totally normal side-scrolling platformer, based, like Contra without guns. guns. You know Which what I mean? kind of sounds horrible. Oh, well, it's like you probably shot, you know, I don't know, rocks or something, or like okay. something Had something, something politically acceptable yeah, yeah. and killed, I don't know, goats or something. I don't, you know, mm. who knows? Like, it's basically just palette swap of like all the inappropriate things with like safe imagery, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually watched uh, <laughs> some people playing Contra the other day. Uh, buddy has an which S one original yeah buddy OG. has uh snes and um yeah they played contra and i was like this is the most boring shit i've ever fucking seen <laughs> like, go back to diablo please and he did he did he see he stopped and then he started playing diablo he saw the error of his ways yeah totally <laughs> and, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. So. i i you know it's like i have incredibly fond memories of the nes era of course including like some of um some incredibly formative games on my current you know the gamer identity i have today you know mm -hmm. like final fantasy one dragon right. warrior one super mario brothers you know super mario brothers three bionic commando um, mm -hmm. that's and, the one i was trying to remember yesterday oh dude or the other day that game actually does kind of hold up <laughs> you know i find nes games like very unplayable now yeah snes games not so you know like i find them totally like i mean some of them are better than others obviously but like uh yeah, when I go back to SNES games, I don't have any problems playing them, you know? I mean, I guess, yeah, you know, like, people like riding horses, too, you know? Even though they might drive, they, they like riding horses for fun. So, you know, I guess. Even Final Fantasy 1, you know, Final Fantasy 1 on NES, that's been remade in just a graphical uplift. Okay. But the game is uh, identical otherwise. I can still play that, hmm. you know, with the graphical update. But before the graphical update, it's pretty, you know. Pretty rough. It's pretty rough. I believe but, that. Uh, listen, we should probably record a proper intro at some point. Yeah, in time. All right. so, so listen. Uh, you can jumble it around, though, right? Edit the intro into the beginning. I think we're just going to begin it like that. Fucking A. <laughs> we'll just have a you know, three minute into the show. I mean, listen, it's going to be called a fireside chat, so they're going to know in the title oh, yeah. that what they're getting is a jumbled mess of nonsense. Absolutely. Right? So, listen, we're here. We're back. Um, for you, it's been two weeks. For us, it's been nine minutes. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> and um, what's happened in the nine minutes since? I am, I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't, if I can, if I could quantify it, I'm, I'm, I'm like thirteen point seven four percent closer to buying Diablo straight up right now with no sale. Perfect. Because of all the awesome talking up that just happened in the kitchen. So my but, goal uh, is by the end of this episode, you'll be at fifty percent. 
by the end of this episode, I will have just purchased it, and it's <laughs> yeah. already downloading at home. No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You know, you'll you'll be fifty percent. Your ride home will bump you another forty percent, and then by tomorrow, I think. You'll have it. We'll see. We'll see. Hmm. Tune in in twenty twenty four to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Stunning conclusion. Um, let me just take a sip of tea here. So yeah, I mean, we're back. This is going to be the fireside chat for the end of 2023. So, you know, this is going to come out on, what, I don't know, January 14th. We're taking a little vacation. We'll be back with you in uh, end of January for some new news and whatnot. But at the moment, we're just going to talk about, uh, it's, it's sort of the, it's going to be Noob Talk's year in Roundup. You know, I think on episode 82, I didn't even say that we were Noob Talk Radio. Okay. Totally left the name out of the show. Uh, yeah. They know. Does it matter? Probably not. They know. Yeah. They, they, they know. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. The only people that are listening to the show now are probably hardcores from day one anyways. I mean, if you clicked on it. Yeah, if you, yeah true, true, true. It's, it's still, it's always in the title on, podca- on, the, on the podcast app, right? right? Like so, so, I mean, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so this is our Fireside Chat episode. We're just going to, we're going to take a little year in recap, go over the best. I mean, I was joking about how is it the greatest year in video games ever. I do feel like there's kind of an argument for that. Possibly. But I just thought, you know, it could be fun to go through the list and, like, have a little, a little meandering chat about what we think is maybe the best things mm-hmm. for either for us or for like, you know... What we're um, most impressed with. Most impressive or, you know, uh, push things in different ways, you know, a little different, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, it's going to be sort of our, our lists of what are the most exciting things, which is complete, more or less completely arbitrary. Absolutely. We haven't played, like, I think, I mean, I could speak for myself, but about 90% of the games on any of our lists, I think, at least. Like, I've played one of the games on my list. Me too. Okay, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, you know, we've, we've played 20% of what we're talking about anyways. Um, yeah, this is a really, I mean, I, I feel a little bit of gamer guilt, if I could say, for this year, in that I really just kind of, I disengaged from video games a lot. You know, I, I played some shit, but not even close to the amount of sort of like big, big, big stuff that I usually, even games that I thought I would play, Atomic Heart, Resident Evil yeah. 4, you know, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. just totally skipped on things. I mean, su- kind of surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, like Dead Island was for whatever reason, was the one that grabbed my attention early in the year. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Armored Core. And Armored Core, yeah, no, totally. Which is pretty big. Uh, I mean, both Armored of those Core's are AAA. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Very yeah. anticipated. That's true. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, you yeah. did better than me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, how do you want to play it? Do you want to go straight into our into our top five? And I just say, have a little uh, discussion I about say, that? I say, yeah. Well, let's say... Uh, do we read a list of everything that came out this year? Is that boring? No. Is it exciting? Uh, well, I mean, we could we could do that. I say let's go with our tops, okay. and then we we could go through a list and just be like, "What did you think?" Yeah, maybe after we're done. Yeah, yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You want to go first, or should I? Okay, well, I think you. This might be on your list as well. Okay. So um, I'm gonna. I go. have backups. Okay, me too. But um, I just thought I, I would throw this on because of the anticipation and everything. Uh, Starfield. Starfield. It's not on my list. Okay, okay. Well, it was a tough one, man. It was, was a good year. <laughs> I was pretty, like, again, uh, there was a lot of uh, build-up for it and everything, and mm-hmm. I, I just feel like that had been talked about for a very long time. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it came out. And from all I've seen, for the or for the most part, I've heard positive things. I mean, I have heard some negative shit, but... It's the internet. Um, I feel like the people who say negative shit are just haters going to hate. Right? Right? Maybe. 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 Yeah. So maybe some of their complaints, okay, are a little valid, possibly. But um, overall, I, I don't know. I think it looks pretty impressive. Um, I'm totally with you. And uh, yeah, so that was that was top of uh, top of my list. What was I think, I think that's an excellent first pick. I would also say, I mean, before we move on, like it's a, it's it's inarguably the largest 
Inarguably? It's inarguably the largest game for Xbox this year. Okay, right? yeah. And, yeah, that's the other thing. I don't have Xbox. So, yeah, uh, well, no, like, none of I, us I do. I didn't play it. And, uh, <laughs> for sure. For I don't sure. actually know anybody firsthand that has played it. I um, think I think that from from my extremely external perspective on the game, having both, like you said, not an Xbox, and B, I guess that's really it, actually. Um, but, yeah, hearing also the negative stuff that some people say about it, the impression I get is that, yeah, the people who say negative stuff are just... There's they're, always going to be people. Of course, of course. Right. I feel like they're demanding things that were either outside of the scope of the project and clearly are, or like, you know, they're just... Yeah, it doesn't feel like legitimate criticism to me. Yeah. For whatever reason. Because when I, when I look at Starfield from the outside, from a person not having an Xbox, just what I've seen from all the showcases. I mean, I remember from, I, th I think it was Gamescom when, when Xbox had that massive presentation about it. Okay. They had like a big, like 30 minute long, uh, you know, discussion. This was like a, like a week or two before the game came out. Okay. They had a really big panel about Starfield and I was just blown away by all the shit that I saw there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like from what I saw, I feel like Starfield 100% delivered on what it was trying to do. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like that's all you need to do. You know? Like as far as I'm concerned at that point in time, if you don't like what they're trying to deliver, that's well, fine. You yeah, know, like absolutely. you're allowed. You know? buy it. But it's like I don't think it wasn't like a no man's sky situation where it's like they promised the moon and they didn't didn't deliver it. Right, right. Feel like they pretty much gave everything they said they would and you know a lot of complaints revolve around like, oh, the universe is too empty, you know, stuff like that. It's like, yeah, uh, that might be a little more real than uh, you think, you know. And also, <laughs> they weren't trying to make it all uh, be lived in, you know what I mean? Well, like, it's a very different game than Skyrim, you know? Like, yeah, and I would really imagine that the majority of the universe is empty. Um, that totally makes sense. The way I see it is kind of like, I think, I don't think realism matters like one fucking iota in this kind of stuff. It's, you know, spaceships and stuff, like, it's not... It's more like their, I mean, I see it as their intent was not to create a place where right, every planet right, right. had shit on it. Right. Right. So it doesn't, so they'd still delivered on their intent. I hear you. From my eyes, you know. But, um, no, I think the game looks, I think that's an excellent first choice. And the only reason why it didn't make it on my list is because of the quantity of things this year. Fair enough. Yeah. The quantity of good shit. Um, so my, here, my number one... Did I actually... Let me make sure I ordered these. I think I did. Yeah. I did not. It doesn't really matter. Uh, my number one... Baldur's Gate 3. Huh. That's um, not out. That didn't come out this year. Uh, so, Nick said... Oh, no, it was Poe no, 2. No, it did. It was Poe 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are we still early release, though? On Baldur's Gate 3? Yeah. No. No? It's no. full? Okay. okay. I actually don't know when it... I, I, no, 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 no. I know right, the right. actual release this, is was, now. It was on the list uh, as being released this year. Yeah, 100%. but I, I don't remember when the... Because when, you're right. The pre-release was a while before. I just mixed it up with Path of Exiles 2 that we oh. just looked up upstairs. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. no, that's not out yet. That's the 7th of June. Not even out this year. <laughs> that's the, and that's the beta is out yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, no, it's not out. No, Baldur's Gate 3 uh, saw the full PC release this year. It also saw the PlayStation release really soon afterwards. Right. And I think the... The, the Xbox release was maybe just announced in the Game Awards, the date for it. Uh, the Xbox was having some struggles. I think they were having difficulties with the uh, Xbox Series S integration. Right. Whatever the lower spec one is. Mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. never remember which I one. I do remember hearing something like that, and yeah. that is also on my list. What? Baldur's Gate. Oh, really? It, it is. Yeah. Interesting. So Interesting. me saying, like, no, it really was the Path of Exile thing. That was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've been recording for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's late, you know. <laughs> We're getting a little tired. We're probably going to get some facts wrong. I got excited there for a second. <laughs> like, it didn't come out. Because <laughs> I literally just looked up Path of Exile 2. <laughs> and Baldur's Gate 3, for me, I mean, I didn't play it. 
Uh, it also was a game that I was deeply uninterested in when I when everyone was starting to go mental over it, like last year, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and people were getting like incredibly hyped and everything. I was like, eh, you know, I don't, you know, uh, compute like CRPGs on console for or, or on computer for D and D don't really do it for me anymore. I'm kind of just out of those style of games in general. And I initially wasn't that interested in it, but then it's. It kind of won me over over time with... I mean, it was first the fact that... I didn't realize at first that it was the same guys who did Divinity. Okay. Uh, and I really liked Divinity Original Sin, the, the first game. I didn't right. play the second one, but I played the first one extensively on console, loved it. Um, and their tactical combat was, like, some of the best I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, period. And uh, Yeah, fair enough. Uh, my The reason it was on my list was not because I played it, not because I necessarily wanted to play it but it was more just from what i heard about it and the hype around it because there were so many people i knew that were like blowing their fucking mind yeah like they they were going like losing it yeah yeah yeah, they were mental yeah Um, i mean uh joel who listens to the show he's he says it's one of the best games he's played in like a really long time um i don't know that many people who have played it i know joel played it he just completely raves about it. I really trust his judgment on that kind of thing, especially because he's a Divinity fan. Okay. So he, I mean, he already is like, um, you know, he thought Divinity was also one of the best RPGs when it was released too, which I completely agree with him on. Okay. And um, yeah, so I mean, when he tells me it's good, I kind of believe him. Right. Um, And also, you're right though, just like unending, like glowing positive reviews from everybody who touches it. Yeah. Even people who don't typically like those kinds of games. Well, you know that's I mean? me, you know. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah. and I, again, everything I saw about it, I was like, well, maybe I could get into this kind of game. You know, I'm like, you maybe could. You know, I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like I did play a Baldur's Gate way back in the day, um, but it might not have been. It might have been Champions of Norad or something. Um, oh, did you maybe play Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance too? I don't know. There was a Diablo style game with the Baldur's Gate name attached to it. It's very possible. That came out on I want to say PS2. It's very possible. That I really liked. That could, but you did you just name drop Champions of Norath? Yeah. That's a fucking deep cut. That's actually that's actually an EverQuest licensed game. Uh EverQuest, yeah. Okay. I think it was an Ever, in the EverQuest world. Right. You know? Right. Uh, but Champions of wait, I could be wrong on that, but it's we're going back a ways. Yeah. yeah but I know yeah. I totally remember Champions of Norath. I love that game. Yeah. Uh, I, I played can't the remember whether it. it was that or uh or Baldur's Gate something. Uh, but I just remember Fucking loving that shit back in the day, and it was before Diablo's, before right any like the only other game, like it's not even the same type of game, but like Golden Axe time, you know, like okay. it was the only like <laughs> co-op or like yeah, kind of co-op, co-op shit that I played, you know, and yeah, um, yeah. this was just on a whole nother level, and uh, yeah, I don't know, but anyway, so that's why this was Baldur's Gate was on my list. I don't know really if it is one of the best games that came out this mm-hmm. year, but in terms of hype and whatnot. I feel like it deserves to be on the list. I mean, I think, like, also every single critic that I know, period, Mm -hmm. including just, like, you know, casual armchair critics, is Mm -hmm. like, this is one of the greatest things ever made. And, I mean, to me, Baldur's Gate 3, it's like, the reason why it's my... I mean, because I kind of numbered mine. uh, We didn't really talk about that. But I numbered mine, and the reason why it's my number one is because I feel like it's really significant for the industry because a lot of people thought a game like this, with this level of scope, breadth length pure length it, the game is fucking huge from what i hear mm-hmm. um, and it's like in terms of actual d also i mean it really accurately and incredibly well captures the D fifth edition model right. uh, in a game and 
I've heard people be like, oh, I'm at, I'm at hour like 30 or 40 in the game. And I'm level four as my character. Whoa. So it is like really takes its time. Yeah, that's that's really... I uh, don't think you may... But also uh, the game... Because in D&D, levels go to 20. Right. right. 20 is like you're a god, essentially. Okay. Um, and there's tiers, too. It's like you like when you hit level five, that's a tier. Level 11, that's a second tier. Level 16 is the third tier. And then 20 is the fourth tier. Because it's like they, they have big power jumps at each of those right, levels. Right, 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 right. And and I think it's maybe possible that you don't you might not even go past like ten in this game. Hmm. Like it, I don't think you go all the way to twenty. Okay. So it kind of makes sense in a way, but still, it's like that kind of like careful, measured, paced leveling is like sort of unheard of. Uh, I actually I think that idea is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, a lot of people were saying that a game like this, like almost literally, couldn't be done um, because like also on the budget that it is. I mean, games like this tend to not sell well and don't do well anymore. Like, people don't make games like this anymore. Yeah. I mean, the amount of... You know, when that guy accepted the award for the vampire character at the, at the VGAs, uh, I can't remember his name. Jo- maybe Joel something? Or uh, the guy at the VGAs... We, I, I think I briefly mentioned it on our show. Uh, VGA Award Baldur's Gate. It was the voice acting. Oh, right, the right, right. voice right. actor. I can't... Something Newman? Neil Newbon. Sorry. Yeah, he took the award for, I think it's the vampire character in the game that I, I had heard about tangentially on podcasts. Um, but, and like when he also said, because he accepted the award and he was like, thank you to the other, I think it was 258 voice right, actors. Right, right, with the insane amount of voice actors. Yeah, I mean, it just, the fucking, you know, the, the, the blood, sweat, and tears it looks like they put in this product. Mm. So like, it's fucking mental, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Anyways, so it's a game that also, you know, consistently, oh yeah, and the entire thing we played multiplayer both online and I think on couch too hmm. with split screen which is nuts yeah. and I mean from Divinity Original Sin I can tell you that that company knows how to do multiplayer integration right right they did it in like like I couldn't I wouldn't have believed that you could have multiplayer integration that done that well in an RPG style like that okay well. before I see I saw Divinity Original Sin, Original Sin with my own eyes kind of thing you know well. so it's it's just I don't know I mean yeah it, it looks like it's a very I feel like it's an incredibly meaningful game for the industry uh, for the specifically for the genre of CRPGs, mm-hmm. and you know, just for the year in general. But um, yep. anyways, uh, so I mean, listen, what's your number two? If if your number well, two is Baldur's Gate three, you know, move to move on to one of your fallbacks. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So this one was something that I was super big on. I didn't think it would come out this year, um, okay. and uh, I'm kind of surprised I didn't jump on it. But I got my fill of Dead Island two. Oh, really? Um, Interesting. Because I was so... That's funny because that's not on my list. <laughs> I was so big for it. Like, I was so uh, hyped after the first one. Yeah. You know, and I waited for this for so long. But then I played Dying Light, and I got my fill of zombies. Yeah. And I was just like, mm, it's not the time anymore. You yeah. Know? Like, uh, I got my fill. I feel like this is forced. Yeah. I'm going to... I don't want it now. I just don't feel like this. And it's too bad because I waited, you know, 10 years or whatever for yeah. this. And... Um, Oh, well, but uh, everything I heard about it was good, and it was pretty massively anticipated, mm-hmm. um, and they finally came through, so that's why I'm sort of happy. Yeah, it's on here because good for them. They finally did it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's one of the best, like, sort of underdog turnaround stories that mm-hmm. we've had in the past, like, 10 years of video games, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, typically these kind of projects, they get, like, handed around... You know, semi-canceled, handed around. It's like something like this could very well be going on with Star Wars Kotor. Yeah. And maybe it'll take eight years, ten years for that to come out. Who knows, you know? But when these things tend to happen in the in the realm of video game development, it doesn't usually end well. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> and, no. I mean, I 
Yeah. I don't think so. And I mean, to have a turnaround where it goes on to, I think, a second and then a third party. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, this like this is the third developer. Is it Dan Buster Studios, I think? I can't remember. Uh, and and I, I, I'm not interested to check at this point in time. But the, th- the studio it finally ended up on, yeah, I think they were the third person to take the reins. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they were able to sort of accurately parse the correct tone and mood for a Dead Island game and, like, do a really... I, I mean, I personally feel like uh, extremely legitimate spiritual successor to the first one. Yeah, is amazing. You know, it's like yeah. they like it's it's kind of like it's the exact same style of game as Dead Island One with just slightly updated like engine yeah. and stuff. You no, know, what I mean, like it looks like yeah, like it feels the exact same way, or it feels like a, a different modern interpretation of the same type of thing. Right, right. Which I'm actually even surprised you could do also because <laughs> like because it's dated. It's dated. Yeah. No. Totally. Totally. Um, yeah, no, really good shit. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I really enjoyed playing that game, man. It's like uh, well, that's all I heard about it from was from you, basically. Yeah, and well, yeah. no, I saw videos, I saw people talk about it, I watched reviews and shit. But as far as people I know who played it firsthand, you're the yeah. only person I yeah. do know. So it's like it's not going to take any you know best game of the year awards, but it was really it really consistently delivered what it was trying to. And that's sorry, that's kind of uh, what I was going for with my picks it wasn't mm. things that i wanted to play the most it mm. wasn't the most critically acclaimed like sure. it, it or well like it was really just what i feel like delivered a finished product yeah they de- delivered what they promised basically yeah. um, well also unlike day before you know which is the mm-hmm. complete opposite of the story sort of yeah i mean yeah it's a bit of a different property but still it's like mm-hmm. that ended horribly exactly and this ended Really surprisingly well. Yeah, know, like, but uh, I mean, time, lots of time. Yeah, right. Like for sure, a stupid amount of time, and just sure. with that amount of time, yeah, you figure like it's got to be a miss. They have to be yeah. missing after this much time. There's no way they could have the same idea that and all the changing hands. Yeah, no, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, so, it's crazy. It's totally crazy. No, yeah. it was. Uh, that's why it's on here, anyways. Never would have seen it coming. Hmm. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Well, my number two was my number two. Oh yeah, uh, my number two is a, is an easy shoe in Armored Core Six. Fair enough. That doesn't really, you know, now that I'm looking at this again, actually, yeah, my specific games, I mean, yeah, my, my list is kind of, it's a, it's a, it's a really even synthesis of like what I think is important for the, for video games period and what I specifically like. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going for just uh, kind of maybe similar to you. I wasn't going for just most critically acclaimed or like what's the most meaningful for the most amount of people. But Armored Core 6 is another good one, kind of along the lines of Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 3, mostly because it's, um... For me, it's it's the best example of something that I personally resonate with that represents a level of um, like sort of technical and production level sophistication perfection um, that I can appreciate. Mm. But it's not like something I mean because it you know a, a, other games have similar levels of like sophistication in terms of like production values and whatnot and just really good package like Marvel Spider-Man 2 for example mm-hmm. which is totally a hugely meaningful game that is you know not probably not on our list no. um, that is like a massive game for this year it looks incredibly good like I, I have nothing bad to say about it you know it's like it looks like it earned its critical acclaim 100% um, but Armored Core 6 is something I can I can personally resonate with and it to me, it also has that really, really high level of production value. And it's both, it's kind of, you know, it's more that it's meaningful for FromSoft. Yeah. Because FromSoft is, I mean, a hugely successful company lately, you know, coming off Elden Ring, which the entire world loved, it seems. Um, it's like they can only, they're, they've just been on an upward trajectory for like, you know, since all the way since Demon Souls, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And like, this is the first time they've come back to this franchise. It's the first time they deviate from their sort of Dark Souls 
formula in like a really long time. Right. And it's the first time they've come back to this franchise in also a really long time in a good way. And it just, it's so nice to see them be able to do something that can show everybody what all the good parts are about mech combat games all over again. And like, just, just really show, show the industry that like, Hey, you can, you can, re you can release an incredibly polished, incredibly well, well, well produced, uh, modern mech game that sort of hits all the right notes and is just kind of, I don't know, man. It's like, it's like a, it's, it's gameplay is marvelous. Like the story, a lot of people complained about the story. The story really worked for me. I thought it was awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, and my, and definitely my biggest reason to go back to the game would be to try the other endings, like try to find the other endings. Okay. Cause there's like three or four different ways you can, mm -hmm. there's two main endings and then there's entire like segments of game that aren't unlocked until you beat the game once. Okay. Yeah, like new yeah. missions and shit where it's like, I think that can lead to third and fourth endings maybe. Mm. But um, I love the story. Uh, I mean, the visuals are extremely evocative, incredible, love them all the way through. My only issues with the game is, um, you know, difficulty spikes in weird places that right. caused problems. Right, you know? I remember you saying that, yeah. Yeah, and it's like that remains, like I still haven't beaten the game. I got stuck on the last boss, but, you know, I mean, I played through 90% of the content and it was just like, I mean, like my buddy Min said, it's the best mech game ever made, hands down. I think he might be right. Right, there you, you know? go. And that's really, that's that's the that's the best way I can synopsize it. You know? Fair but, enough. So, yeah. um, I think it deserves a spot, like, for, yeah, all those reasons. But yeah. also, it's like, that, over Spider-Man, just because of how many Spider-Man games there have been. Exactly. Uh, of yeah. late, compared yeah. to, you know, uh, FromSoft mech games. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, for a company that that becomes successful in modern times because of Dark Souls mm -hmm. to do something like this, this different, mm -hmm. you know, like, and it's just like mech games are not they're not common. Period, you know, yeah, like yeah. nobody makes good mech games anymore. It's like mm -hmm. they used to be massive, you know, but it's like that large segment of gaming is kind of like yeah. Well, we get like Gundam, we get mobile suit Gundam games every now and then that totally blow chunks and like this is a this is this goes way back. But do you recall the film? I believe it's Crash and Burn. No, don't think I've ever seen it. Okay, I think it's called Crash and Bird, but it has to do with like <laughs> Mech Warriors. Okay, and uh, it's you may have talked to me. Got to be at some like the nineties or eighties. I feel like um, this has come up on some episode sometime. I just remember watching it as a, a young and, and like loving it, but it's the most terrible movie ever made. Uh, <laughs> oh, nineteen ninety, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was called Crash and Burn, uh, or Robot Jocks. Oh, alternative title. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, jocks. Crash and Burn it. is so much better of a title, personally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then Robot Jocks 2. Okay. Um, <laughs> they made a sequel, apparently. Or, Robot Jocks 2 is Crash and Burn. And Robot Jocks is the original. I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. Robot Jocks Extended Canon. Old ass stuff <laughs> with some old ass actors. It was phenomenal. It was. Uh, Oh, no way. Winston Wicket is in it. Um, I don't know who that is. He's an old guy in, like... Way back in the day, he was an old guy. <laughs> he's like an angry Irish guy or Polish guy in a lot of stuff. <laughs> he's always an angry... familiar. He's always angry in everything I've ever <laughs> seen him in. Oh, I think he was in Rescue Me, actually. Possibly. Don't like, even know what that is. Dennis Leary, Fireman Show. <laughs> Incredibly crude. Um... <laughs> It was stupid. It had its moments, but it was it was dumb. Anyways, uh, Robot Jocks. Robot and, Jocks. Uh, Armored Core. Yeah. yeah, we really did. I trailed. Sorry. Hey, no, but, it's okay. Um, yeah. That's what editing's for. 
<laughs> yeah, Armored Core belongs on that list for sure. Yeah, good shit, good shit. Mm. Good, good for the industry also because it's a mech game of that high level of production value. Mm -hmm. you know, it showed them that like, it's showing everybody that, hey, you can make a mech game that doesn't suck. Yeah, it's possible. Yep. You know, like we can do it. So now this raises the bar for everyone. Yep. And that's and it's like you know VGAs, right? We saw that ad for I don't even remember the name of the game now, and I didn't even think it looked that good. But there was that mech game they uh, that they mm -hmm. announced that totally looks like it probably wouldn't exist if not for the success of Armored Core. You know? So it's like that's great. You know, that's great for everybody. Yep. So it's a win all around. But uh, that, that's all I got to say about that. Fair enough. How about you? Moving on. Yeah, let's do it. Number three? Is this number three? No, I think it's four. We're on to threes, right? Mm. Wait, what you just gave... Well, because... No, you had two? Baldur's Gate was the same... Like, I had Baldur's Gate... So, straight up, I've had Starfield, Baldur's Gate, Dead Island, Armored We've Core. handled... Don't tell me the rest. Spoilers. We've handled Starfield. No, no, but those are just the ones we've talked about yeah. <laughs> so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we did... You, you had Starfield, Dead mm -hmm. Island, I did Baldur's Gate, Armored Core. It's yeah, but I turn. had both of those on my list, too, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> do you have backups? I do, but, like, they're... Yeah, I mean... Hit me with whatever you got. Diablo. I <laughs> sure, Diablo yeah. on, just because of the anticipation again. Um, this is not at all a bad game to talk about. No, 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 like, but there was a lot of anticipation for yeah. it. And there, and there was a lot of, from me anyways... And I think some other people were disappointed with uh, Resurrection as well. And they had right. the whole debacle with uh, Immortal. Um, right. Yeah. So there wasn't a really good taste in my mouth for the Diablo, the Franchise. possibility of it. Yeah, I just, I, I wasn't too excited about it. When I saw it, I was like, okay, it just looks kind of more like a, an up version of Diablo 3. And like, I... I don't want to do that first level again. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so fucking tired of that. Yeah. You know, you have the one shot with your mage, you know, like, yeah, one, yeah. like just, I was like, oh, this and you gotta like wait for it to regenerate. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. And then <laughs> recently getting convinced to, to buy it. And, um, I've had the biggest turnaround, uh, yeah. uh, on it. And I did hear that it had a lot of problems at launch. Um, it's not flawless. It's got some issues with end game. It's got some issues, but regardless, I think it belongs on the list because it's fucking Diablo. And it's uh, I it's feel fucking Diablo. I feel like yeah. it's a big win that's a good, that's after a good... Resurrection and Immortal. Yeah. Well, I mean, Resurrection. I mean, you didn't like it. I didn't like it. But I think it was a. Far as I know, it was a mostly just critical success. Okay. Critical and and um, you know and what would you call that? And like player success. Mm. Like everyone I know that played it liked it. Mm. And from what I recall, I think all the reviews were really good. Yeah. A lot of the immortal was not. I, I right? oh no no no. Yeah. But I have I, I had a handful of friends that actually played two, and not a single one of them liked it, other than you. Really. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, everybody I know who played it uh, really liked it. Yeah, Joel okay. played it with his buddy. Uh, my friends played it. Mike and Matt, both friends of the show. Um, yeah, everyone I know was just like pretty much. I think my my nephew tried it. He liked it. Jazz was like actually angry. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She fucking hates that shit. <laughs> that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I, bought it I, for each other. I think for Christmas or something. Okay. So it was like. So we don't actually buy a game. What it was some bullshit reasoning, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe not Christmas. Maybe I don't fucking know. Some whatever, some occasion. Yeah, it's like yeah, we'll buy it for each other, and then we're not buying ourselves a game. It's some stupid shit. <laughs> and both of us were just like, oh, this was uh, not a good idea. I mean, I mean uh, yeah, I, I I couldn't relate less. You know, I mean, I purchased it twice without thinking. I know, I know. Uh, and I did that did not feel like a bad idea when I did it. Mm -hmm. I, well, also, it was, I mean, it was fifty, right, or forty-five. 
It wasn't full price. No, I don't think it was. Yeah, I, th- I feel yeah. like it might have been fifty. I think fifty, maybe forty-five, fifty, something like that. Maybe. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I loved it so much. I was like, sure, I'll play this on. I'll buy this on my other system so I can grind on one and then put the character in the other. Oh, you, know, you like, could do that. Yeah, yeah, that was the best thing. Yeah, so it's like because then when my girlfriend wanted to use the TV, I could just keep grinding on the Switch. Oh, that's awesome. And then the yeah. progression goes over to the PS4. It no was great. you liked it. Yeah, yeah no, dude, it was like the best. nothing to do with yeah. the actual Fucking game. Fucking playing in bed. No, it man. nothing to do with the game. Come it on. It to do with the convenience <laughs> of you on both no. and grinding and leveling. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you could have done that that's with Fortnite. That's not why at all. That's not why at all. You would have been loving Fortnite. I, listen, I fell into that trap with many other Switch and or PS4 games before. Uh-huh. It's never worked the same way. No, the game is like dope as hell. Like I, Yeah, I just... I just don't. We, we're clearly on a different wavelength, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I, well, I can't I understand why someone. Nostalgia, I, I didn't have any love or nostalgia, like good, fond memories of actually playing Diablo two. Right? I never played it. Oh, you didn't either. No, oh, okay. I never played it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I think, I, think I played for like half an hour back hmm. in the day, like once. You wow. know, like I did not get into it. Yeah, it was really. I was going in pretty much blind. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, something about the way it's designed it just really appeals to me. Like yeah. it's it's more slow and plotting and like. You know, decisions oh. have weight and meaning, yeah, and like new system. Just ugh. I had zero complaints with anything. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just left a bad taste in my mouth. Hey, man, fair, fair. But uh, listen, I mean, Diablo two hate aside, uh, Diablo, hate hate or praise Diablo aside, Diablo four made it on the list. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, so, and I mean, this is a game that I largely discounted, and but my friends all said good stuff about it too. Like my buddy Matt was like, was like super stoked about the game when it came out. I haven't talked to him that much recently, but. Last time I did talk to him, he was still very into it. Like my buddy Mike, you know, uh, the only reason why he didn't play it was he just wasn't in the mood for Diablo. Right. He thought it looked great too, you know. Um, Friend of the show, Joel, he does not like it at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were saying the open world bothered him? Yeah, he had, you know, I don't want to repeat what he said because I won't be able to do it justice because I can't remember, I can't, I don't think I can remember exactly how his objections went. But something along the lines of like, yeah, the, the, the way the open world systems were handled, the way quests worked, it just it didn't come together for him in like a in like a good holistic way. I don't know, like mm. it, it just it just it, yeah, it 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 kind of like tricked him into enjoying it for into enjoying it for a little while, and then I think he he rapidly realized that it sort of lacked like depth and like sort of substance, mm. if that makes sense. But I can't remember exactly his objections well enough to sort of articulate them but something along those lines yeah like look like an attractive package but then like once you scratch beneath the surface just kind of fails to hold up to like close inspection kind of thing if that makes sense i'm a huge fan of the open world aspect actually a a couple of people that i play with are also quite fond of it but um yeah i don't know i mean he could be onto something for sure and um, from everything i've seen and heard from you guys looks good i don't mm -hmm. know i mean i also you know it's really just it's very cursory outside glance but yeah I t- like yeah, you can really travel fast on the horse if you don't freeze, um, mm. like because the lag is insane uh, on the <clears> horse. <throat> it, the horse really moves, right? So, yeah. I guess it kind of yeah. makes sense that it can't keep up. But uh, Jesus Christ, some of them have been wild. And when you're going to world events and stuff, when right. you get into that area, yeah, holy shit. Um, That's what I'm worried about when I play hardcore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, I actually, we will see. I watched a video <clears throat> of a dude losing his hardcore character that exact yeah. way. Uh, like, I believe you, unfortunately. He lagged out around a corner, <laughs> and then he was just like, oh, no, he didn't lag out. The game, uh, he got booted from the server or something. Okay. Uh, or timed out or some shit. He was in the right. middle of a dungeon, and then when he turned it back on his character was dead yeah and it was just like yeah that's uh not great that's a good 
No. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, I feel like it still belongs on the list, and um, I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. I, I, you know, I think that I mean, I'd have to ask him about it, but I also suspect maybe part of the reason why Joel didn't like it so much is because him and I, I think, a hundred percent agree on our love of Diablo Two Remake. Okay. And Diablo Two Remake really is a different style. It's it's a very old school hardcore design. Okay. And you know the current the, the modern Diablos are not are just not like that. Yeah. So. Also, I know how much he loved Diablo 2 Remake. Prop, prop, I assume probably part of it was the transition from that really hardcore, hardcore design style to a very modern style. Mm. And like maybe just, you know, since he loved that old one so much. I kind of did enjoy the Diablo 2 mana potions. And yeah. <laughs> the fact that you had to actually pick up the heals. And yeah. they were different quality levels and yeah. you could craft them and whatever. And But you also did that with mana and you had a hot bar for that. I kind of enjoyed that yeah but um i gotta say i really dig how it is now like it, this doesn't have that like you just have health potions that um you, you start with four i believe and then mm -hmm. like at level 10 i think you get five and then mm -hmm. eventually you get up to uh nine and then you can get some gear that gives you plus whatever uh, i think the max is four um mm. so i think you can have like 13 potions which is dope, but no mana potions. Mm. So it's like you got to build your character t with skills that build mana, you know, yeah. and like, and your gear with, like it's... Mana steel, mana it, on kill, whatever, it, what it have you. It changes stuff, and I got to say, I like it more. Um, Maybe I'll be the person who is the weird person that likes all of them. Yeah, fair enough. You know, and I, I kind of suspect that if that is going to happen, it'll be because... I'm probably really appreciating them both for very different reasons. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I don't think I'm ever going to stop liking Diablo 2 Remake, and the, the the aspects of that that I enjoy, they just they resonate really deeply with me as a, as a gamer and a critic, I think. Um, but I also feel like they're extremely different games. Mm -hmm. you know, so oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm stoked to, to try it. You yeah. know? And yeah. listen, this is going to come out after Boxing Day, so I may well have purchased this on Boxing Day, mm -hmm. hopefully on a sale, and we'll be, even if it's not on a sale, if Boxing Day passes and it doesn't go on a sale, mm. well, then at least I'll know that the sale passed and I won't be scared of missing the sale anymore. Right. Maybe I can just buy it then, you know what I mean? Awesome. We'll yeah. see, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. But uh, should we move on? Yeah, let's do it. What is another one for me? Okay, here's my number three, System Shock Remake. Okay. PC, this game, why is it important? This game is, when this came out, and it's a game that I did not think was going to be good. Mm -hmm. uh, I did not believe that a, a remake of the first System Shock... I first, first of all, I sincerely believe that the second System Shock was the good one. Right. And that the first one is just like, almost like, um, you know, a kid who's like, I don't know, learning to use a tricycle before they can actually use like a motorbike or something. It's like the proto version of something that will eventually be incredible. Oh, okay. But it's like a training wheels for a later thing, mm. a later evolution, kind of. Because System right. Shock 1 looked like it had less story. Uh, it had, uh, it didn't have a placed world. I think it was like randomized, maybe. Okay. Like it wasn't like a, a you know, the, the author brushstroke behind all the, like a specifically laid out zone to explore. Right. I think it was a little randomly created, maybe. I, details on the first game are scarce for me because I largely just didn't pay attention to it because I didn't think it was that important. Mm -hmm. um, but, which is maybe ignorance, I don't know. But yeah, when this game came out, um, and I remember because this happened when I was in Portugal. And I was checking the news there, and I started to see the review. I read the first review, and like like late at night on a bench in Portugal, like outside my apartment in Lisbon, and um, 
the the first review came in and was like amazing, hmm. and I was like, holy shit, this sounds really good. And then I just I saw you know lots of reviews all coming in with all extra like so glowing about like oh my god, this is so good. I love this so much. Everything yeah. about this is great. Like I just was sifting through all these reviews and like wow, I mean it it feels like you know this game really kind of came out of nowhere and it was like really awesome to play unfortunately um i this i didn't put this on my anticipated games later because this is actually not out for console yet mm. because the full release is out on pc and the console port is coming we just don't know when yeah well. but i am 100% going to play it as soon as it does and i kind of just i think it's it's sort of like resident evil 2 remake for me it's a thing that had you told me earlier that it was going to come out and be incredible, a remake of this really old property that, like, is not... Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like System Shock 2 is well-known and respected in the industry, but the first one is not. Right. You know? So it's like, I wouldn't have believed you that a remake of the first one could do well and be this good. I get it. It yeah. just sort of came out of left field and was like... from Also from a random company. Like, Night Dive Studios is not a big company. Mm. Like, it just... I don't know. It sort of, like, like dramatically exceeded everyone's expectations yep. and uh, has, has now, in my personal... Uh, sort of gamer life has risen to like one of the top most games I want to play. Okay, you know what I mean, well, so there you go. Yeah, I mean that, that's kind of all I have to say about it. I don't know. Fair enough. You got another one? I don't. <laughs> backup? Mm, no, 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 no. Okay. I did my backup. Well, uh, listen. I mean, I, I did, I did. Was hoping Arc Two would be on this list. Right. Um, you know, we all know how that went. Um, we do. We, we do, do have Arc Ascended. We do. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, so, no, we, I don't we, have we, any back. We have a new paint job on a... Yeah. <laughs> we uh, have a new $55 paint job. It wasn't enough to get me to buy a PS5, so... Oh, well. Fair. Fair. That game will come, inevitably. Mm -hmm. It wasn't this one. No. <laughs> it wasn't Ark Survival Ascended. No. Um, well, I also... I mean, so I guess that's... We were supposed to do three, right? So that's that's kind of officially it for both of us. Mm -hmm. um, I've got some runners-up. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Alan Wake 2. Yeah, I know. Alan Wake 2... I believe it. I, I take, I'll take your word for it. From what I played, I almost feel like a little part of me is like, is this game too pretentious? It might be. I don't know. Hmm. I also didn't play that much, right? Okay. It's hard to say, but what I can say, and the reason why I still feel like, even if it is too pretentious, the reason why it still deserves a spot on this list, I think, is because making games like Alan Wake 2 is kind of largely not a thing the industry does anymore. Okay. And, it, and again, it's like... You know, Remedy Remedy Studios is kind of known for this, so you know it's sort of their bag. But they're kind of they're they're almost a little bit like FromSoft in the terms of they have a we they have a wheelhouse and they consistently do their wheelhouse, right? And right. they refuse to be deterred by like financial concerns and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they just do the thing they do and they do it well and consistently. And I kind of respect that. And Alan Wake too. Even if it is too pretentious, it is very much a remedy game. Okay. And not a lot of people do weird out there auteur, auteur horror mm -hmm. that like has a lot of strange, you know, old television and, and video and, and movie uh, sort of inspirations. You know, like Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah, um, I hear you. I hear you. You know, what's that? Prince, Prince of Dark, not Prince of Darkness. That's the other John Carpenter movie. Uh, In the Mouth of Madness. Madness that's it. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, and they really do seem like they've successfully done it again, which is also kind of not something I believe would be possible. Mm -hmm. And it, it is a game that I will almost certainly come back to because I purchased it. I'm not in the mood at the moment, yeah. but I will be at some point. And I don't know. I mean, it's the irony also is that it's like, is it too pretentious? It's kind of like, is it too up its own ass? It's like, even if it is too up its own ass, so, like no one else does shit like that. Exactly. So in a way, it doesn't matter. 
but it's a still it's a very impressive game. Yeah, okay. and like also you know it, it's it's kind of a game that in the sim, in a, I feel like a similar vein to Baldur's Gate three, although I wouldn't quite consider it on that level. It also got, I think it got people who are not into those kinds of things into it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like friend of the show, my buddy Matt, he he played it. And that's really weird for him because he does not like horror games at all. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a horror game that gets him to try it is, like, really, really meaningful. You know? yeah. Yeah. Uh, people I heard on the Sacred Symbols podcast talk about games. They, they all played Alan Wake. They weren't... They weren't... No, I guess they actually... They were, they were pretty big fans to, to begin with. But, I don't know. It just... Uh, yeah, it's, it feels like it's, a, it it's an, Im- an important game. Yeah. yeah. It, belongs. Um, it belongs. Up its own astronaut, you know. Hey, so... Uh, and it's also... It's like... Games that actually do interesting story, it's kind of rare these days. Yeah. You know? No, like, I hear you. Baldur's Gate 3, it sounds like that did it too. Like, yeah. interesting story. You know? Yeah. It's like, that, that always kind of gets me excited. But, um, what's my other... Oh, yeah, and la- last honorable mention for me, uh, before we just... I mean, we could maybe chat about generally about other shit that came out this year. I don't know. If you have anything I'll to mention. go through the list and just uh, say, you know, some, some actual honorable mentions. Straight up mentions, you know? Totally, totally. Atomic Heart. Yeah, um, that belonged there. Yeah. Yeah, mostly just because it's um, A... It's a Russian company that was, I mean, Russian companies releasing successful, you know, sort of very big, um, anything, big budget, high profile games in the West doesn't happen all that often. Yeah. So there's that. Um, that's meaningful in and of itself. Also, uh, it's one of the few companies who's been able to now Atomic Heart. I still haven't played, unfortunately. That's another game, Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. I'm really keen on. Um, I almost pulled the trigger with the forty percent off, but since it was ninety five to start or ninety six, yeah, it was, it was still pretty expensive. And I was just like I said, I don't know if it's going to be good or if I if I will like it that much. Yeah, it sounds like it did not meet the expectations people had. Right, it does still sound like it's a really interesting game. Mm-hmm. The visual design is some of the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Yep, and I could get behind that. Yeah, totally, totally. And it's like, it's it really is sort of like, um, it feels like a Bioshock homage in a lot of ways. Bioshock to me is one of the, to, and to a lot of people, is one of the greatest games ever released. I still believe that game completely holds up, by the way. If anybody wants to play Bioshock, you can and should play the original Bioshock. It is still totally worth it. Uh, there's like a $20 remaster on uh, on all consoles, I think. Right. But um, yeah, I mean, it successfully sort of did an homage to Bioshock, but with its own completely different sort of weird Soviet flair. Um, crazy weird, uh, you know, must- mustachioed robots and shit. It's mm-hmm. just like fucking weird. That Lego monster going in circles that, that I'll never forget. Uh, yeah, just kind of weird and out there. Yeah. Um, Seems neat. It really does. It really does. Uh, yeah, I mean, other stuff to me of note, you know, Hogwarts Legacy. Right. Yeah. I, I never would have believed that I could contemplate buying a Hogwarts, le- a Hogwarts game. Oh my God, you weren't actually close, were you? A little bit, yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I didn't, but like a little bit, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, which, you know, that also was not something I would have believed possible before. I had a friend that did buy it and play it, and um, I watched some of him play, and uh, whoa. Oh, yeah? <laughs> whoa. Okay, well. He's younger, though. He probably liked the Harry Potter movies and stuff. Maybe, probably. Maybe read the books younger. I, I don't know. I just genuinely think the game looks good because I mean, Harry it, Potter a, does nothing for me. A lot of it looks, like, way crisper than it should. Right? Yeah. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it has like, a right to, yeah. Yeah. Totally. It, um, yeah. To me, Harry Potter's just, like, that's the biggest... The biggest turnoff to me is the fact that it is Harry Potter. If it was just generic... Me too. Yeah. Generic... Generic fantasy? Fantasy shit? I probably okay. would have liked it more. Yeah, yeah. I will say I'm so tired of generic fantasy that I actually think Harry Potter is better than generic fantasy for me. Not by much. Okay. <laughs> but barely. Well, okay, let's, maybe not generic. Let's say like Lord of the Rings or something. Or like yeah. something, 
another some anything yeah, that's a else. good idea i feel like harry potter is yeah, just they, too... they should make that company should make a lord of the rings game that'd be awesome well they uh well i don't know about them but i mean like shadows of mordor uh, was yeah, amazing true um, true they yeah. have some good games already i feel 100 percent. yeah yeah but uh one i wanted to mention was uh and again not for me but uh legend of zelda tears of uh tears of the kingdom for sure feel like that needed to be mentioned. Yep, um, yep. Uh, it's a lot of people's game of the year, I think. You talked about Resident Evil 4. Uh, yep. I feel like that deserved, uh, you know. Dude, I mean, I, I, I forgot that IGN gave it a 10 on 10. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, the game sounds amazing. Oh, um, can't forget Blood Bowl 3. <laughs> hey, that was a joke. That was a joke. Uh, yeah, that that is meaningful to some people, mm-hmm. although certainly not the audience at large. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I, and I was I've totally never met a single person that... Uh, uh, jazz. I've seen jazz. Oh yeah. Or maybe it was Jay that was playing, or maybe both of them. But uh, yeah. Told you. Some people. There's someone Definitely out there. Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> you were big on Remnant Two as well, right? Like, yeah. Uh, you're excited yeah. to possibly try it. Absolutely. That's a game that is like, yeah. There's like a short list of three or four games that I constantly check the store for sales, and mm-hmm. that's one of them. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but beside that, um, I they're really like, I mean, there was the Horizon Call of the Mountain, which I'm guessing is DLC for. That yep. last one? Yep, totally. Cool, cool. Not really anything to talk about. Uh... Dead Space Remake? Oh, yeah. Dead Space that Remake. That was huge. I was, I was big for that. Uh, yeah. It's just funny that Calypso Protocol... How close were they together again? Oh, man. Did Callisto come out? Uh, it came out the previous year, didn't it? Oh, okay, By, like, bar- like, was it December of the previous year? Callisto Protocol Possibly. release... Or did it? Wait. This one December 1st, 2022. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very close. Right. But not right. quite. Yeah. But anyways, I, I feel like I just I'm not into the horror space horror anymore. I Fair. think they did a great job. I've heard they did a great job of just getting a good feel for like the first one. Yeah. Um, similar to the Resident Evil remakes. Totally. Um, totally. I just I'm not fe- wasn't feeling it anymore. Everything I heard about it was overwhelmingly positive. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I some indie games. Dredge. That got a lot of critical acclaim. That's the uh, weird-ass fishing simulator one okay. that has Cthulhu elements. Right. Where it's like it gets really dark and weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I mean, I didn't play it, uh, but the it's it's impossible to, to deny the amount that it resonated with people because, like, I, I remember seeing, like, like Matt played it, uh, my buddy Sheldon played it, my girlfriend played all the way through it. I watched her play most of it. It, it does look pretty cool, actually. Um, but that game just really seems to have sort of knocked it out of the park with people. It mm-hmm. uh, looked really, really good. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo was weird as shit. Right. It wasn't very well-reviewed, I think, but it was really different and out there. Mm. Uh, and it got me to, like, you know, it, it's if I could be... Um, what's the word? Uh, if I could be, in a sense, somewhat dismissive... I put that in a ca- that's in a category of like weird Japanese stuff to me, right? right. Um, but it's in a, it's it's a weird Japanese stuff that I thought looked really really cool actually, mm-hmm. and it really stood out from the crowd. It looked really different. Like they don't usually do first person stuff too. Like right. you know, first person weird ass ghost hunting game kind of in Tokyo. It's really strange, man. Very odd. But it looked really cool. Uh, it didn't review super well, but it's just so different and weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Jedi Survivor. Star Wars right. Jedi Survivor. Right. That was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, by all accounts, sounds like it did pretty well. Uh, it got some negative reviews at the beginning with, like, I think people were complaining about there were some technical issues. Wait, Jedi Survivor was this year? Yeah, that was this year. Oh, sure. That was yeah. May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Wait, was it May? No, sorry, April. Oh. It was seven day, one week after Dial 2. Exactly. Okay, yeah. okay. 
Um, that sounded really good. Uh, I liked the first game. Yeah, that's what I was confusing. I thought that's what you were referring to was the first one. I was like, what? No way oh, that was this year. Oh, no, no, no. Follow up, follow <laughs> yeah, up, follow yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Redfall, notable for being awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, it was an anticipated game nonetheless. Darkest Dungeon 2 for PC users. Right. That's like, it's kind of like I'm past it. But I also wasn't that huge a Darkest Dungeon fan to begin with, mm-hmm. mainly because it's it's too hard for me and I'm a little baby. Mm. Um, but yeah, that came out on PC. I mean, that franchise is huge. Um, what else do we have that's big? <sighs> Aliens: Dark Descent, another interesting Aliens game. Very Didn't do curious. super well cri- cri- critically, but it's different. It's you know very it, weird. Yeah, squad management, sort of in trying to do a horror game, which is a little strange. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it looked neat. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Dave the Diver. Have you heard about, as much about that game no. as I have? That's an indie game that it's like Dredge. Like it's it's a game that I I didn't play, but I very consistently see either in the news or like hear people like sort of like right. talk, talking it up kind of thing. Um, what else? Everspace Two. Everspace. Remember that weird ass? Uh, yeah, this is this is a kind of a deep cut. I'll find the trailer. You'll recognize it. Everspace. We covered this when it came out, and it looked. I think you thought it looked pretty cool too. Yeah, it's the crazy. Oh, yeah. It's the crazy yeah, plane yeah, game. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. supposed to be like Diablo in space. Okay, I don't understand, but okay. Neither do I. Uh, I, I think it's because it's like it's a looter shooter. Hmm. Uh, like you're constantly uh, finding upgrades for your ship and trying to tweak it okay. to like maximum specs kind of thing. And it's very much just an action game. Hmm. You know, like very little story, and the story that is there kind of sucks. But the action is just incredible. It looks awesome. The set, or dude. Yeah. Like so, this game. Yeah, Everspace Two. This is also in the short list of games I always check to see if there's a sale. Because hmm. it's just... And the reason why I think it's... I, I, really, I was really close to putting this in my top three. And that reason is because games like this do not exist very much. Number one, it's like... First of all, like, like space combat sort of simulation games are kind of on the down. Hmm. Right? Like they're not very common anymore. Obviously Starfield is huge. But... Um, also, games that do things like this that are sort of not by crazy huge companies like Bethesda. Yeah. Like, this is not a huge company. And the production values of this game, it just looks... It seems pretty up there. I think I have to play this. I think you do, too. Every time I watch this trailer, I'm like, how the fuck does this game look this good? It, like, this is like... I mean, in my opinion, this is sort of the Star Wars game we should have gotten. You know what I mean? Like, get these people to do a Star Wars game. Like, it looks fucking phenomenal. I, did, like, I, still don't, I don't think I tried that Star Wars game. Which one? The free one? Out, not a Outlaws is upcoming. Uh, free yeah, yeah, yeah. The space dogfighting dog one? one. Yeah, what the fuck? I played that like a week. Oh yeah, I should have written that. I actually, I did go back to that for like an hour. Didn't didn't get into it, but it looks really good. It's not because of quality, but yeah. What the fuck was that Star Wars game? God damn it! Did that come out this year? No, it was last year. Yeah, no, it was wild. Star free. Wars. Squadrons. Yeah. Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like... Uh, it kind of looks like they, they nailed it better than Squadrons did. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Squadrons has multiplayer, and that's to me, that's the only missing piece of this game. Oh, yeah. No, you need multiplayer. Dude, Everspace 2, I mean, in a game that's it's essentially doing dogfighting, but Diablo-style loot, you need to have... You mm-hmm. gotta have multiplayer. I'm I still probably gonna try it, but... You know, also, I, I've sort of... Dig, I did some digging with this game, and like it seems like the developer has overwhelmingly heard the, the, the call-outs from everybody playing it of, like, please, God, do a multiplayer. Mm. Like, everyone seems to think it's, like, the best idea ever. They've, they've come out clearly and just been, like, we are a really small team and we cannot handle it. Mm-hmm. But at least, like, they've, they've totally acknowledged that, like, everybody seems to think, like, the only thing missing from this is multiplayer. So, mm-hmm. listen, maybe Everspace 3. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's clearly everyone wants it, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, the game does not cease to impress visually, right? So no, it's, it's very just nice. Like, holy shit, yeah. 
But, um, yeah, so I thought Everspace 2 deserved to mention just because it's, like, ship combat games that are that polished and good-looking. Mm -hmm. They're not that frequent anymore, mm -hmm. you know? It's, like, at one point in time, they were popular. Like, back in the PC days of, like, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, they were a thing. They Then they largely kind of vanished off the map for a while, you know? And it's sort of, mm -hmm. like... So, yeah, and, and, and it's a sort of a smaller company. Yeah. yeah this is kind of, like, Remnant 2 size team, right, I right. think, you know? But um, is there anything else from those? I mean, not to me. a lot of stuff, man. There's, I mean, there was like Liza P and stuff, but like, I don't, yeah. you know, I don't think that deserves any mention. No, really. I think I, you're it right. Just, it yeah. looked kind of cool, and I didn't try it. Mortal and, Kombat 1? But honestly, like the Street Fighter, the fighting stuff, I'm sure there were, uh, some stuff was amazing, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, but really, I like <laughs> that list. I'm sure they're missing stuff on this list. There's the one, one that I made or the one? one on my, Oh, it's possible, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like all games released 2023. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, Ascended isn't there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, the Game Informer one, I think, was pretty comprehensive. Um, I didn't double check my sources against other lists, but uh, I got a feeling that nothing was missed. Right, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, to come back to the show, uh, Everspace 2, it's really one of those things that like every time I look at it, I'm like, it just looks so fucking good. Mm -hmm. Like, And yeah, I, 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 I feel the same way as you. I'm like... The thing, I need there to be multiplayer in this, but it still just looks so, so, so well done that, uh, you know, it kind of makes me want to try it anyways. Oh, here but, you. Yeah. It just, and it's like they, there's a use of color in, in their stuff that's just really like vibrant colors and like, you mm -hmm. know, really, it, it's like, it's hard to imagine in a lot of ways, like, and my problem, and it's kind of like Everspace 2 looks like it has what I'm looking for in all the other space games I tried, like Star Wars Squadrons. The cool, the cool thing about Star Wars Squadrons and the, the the thing that it did that was impressive was modeling the interior cockpits of all the ships in Star Wars, making them look perfectly one hundred percent authentic, mm -hmm. nailing exactly the sound and atmosphere, like every Tie Fighter blast, the the way the Tie Fighters scream across the galaxy, everything sounds and looks exactly right. Mm. It just it's very limited in scope. It's a single player campaign, and then you're supposed to do multiplayer squadrons battles, and that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, and when it's like push comes to shove, I just don't like uh, starship battle simulators that much. Yeah, fair enough. You know, I like the look of them and the feel and the sound and everything, but actually playing them. Yeah. No. You know, but this one, and it's like that's you know, No Man's Sky, same thing. It's like I was coming to No Man's Sky hoping for Elite Dangerous came closest. Mm. I was coming to No Man's Sky hoping for Elite Dangerous. Then I went to Elite Dangerous and loved what they were doing, but it lacked a little bit of depth. Mm. It's like there wasn't that much to do, but what that what was there was good. But when I look at Everspace 2, I'm like, it looks like it has, it solves most of the problems that those games have, hmm. which is mostly just kind of being boring. Yeah. You know, and this doesn't look that boring. So, you know, I well, don't know. Well, if it's a looter shoot or like, uh, yeah. 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 And it just looks like it's like constant frenzied action, you know, mm -hmm. navigating around interesting obstacles and shit. Like, I don't Seems know. Seems exciting. It could be cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, so I, listen, I, we're, we're, we've come to, the, I think, the closing comments section, concerns, thoughts, ideas, you know? It's like, Was I, it the best year in gaming history? In, like, I mean, I'd love to do another fireside chat at some point and actually, like, sort of crunch the numbers. Because you could do that, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, you, you really compare. Like, what is the next best well, year? Well, that's the thing. You, you know? have to. You can't just, like, yeah. if we just say it is right now, like... We have no fucking idea. Uh, like, we might look back 10 years and be like, oh, shit, there was one year 10 years ago. Yeah. It's like, this, 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 yeah. this all came out at the same time. It's like, what the fuck? I just don't I know. mean, listen, man, let me, let me go through the rest of my list. I, and I'm just going to list everything that's even remotely of note. Monster Hunter Rise. 
Sons of the Forest, early access. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm counting it, but there's an argument for not. Um, but yeah, right. Um, Dead Cells, Dead Cells Return to Castlevania. It's small, but it hit big. What else do we have? Rogue Legacy Two, a big indie game. Didn't hit as hard as the first one, but still got some pretty good reception. Final Fantasy Sixteen, that was a big game. I I I can't stand it, but it's huge. No doubt. Sea of Stars, that game did mad numbers. Sea of Stars probably should have been on my list, honestly, because just bearing in mind the, the approach I was taking, mm-hmm. because um, an indie game from a small-time developer doing that well, and specifically in the Chrono Trigger game format, is like a little unheard of. Mm. So that is significant in and of itself. Yeah. Um, I also don't think it's... My personal opinion is it's not that good a game. Uh, and the Chain Echoes from 2022... 100% should be in people's minds instead of Sea of Stars, but listen, sometimes, you know, the, the zeitgeist is what it is. Yep. Some games hit, some games don't, and it, it's still extremely meaningful for the industry that a game like that can do well. Making of Karateka, this game is not a big deal, but the interesting thing it did, Karateka is like a 1980 Apple II Plus game. What's cool about this is it's a, it's a living documentary. Okay. It's like... Um, it's a documentary about the making of the game, but then you also play the original Karateka in segments in it, hmm. uh, which is just weird. You know? I'll and give you that. Yeah. I just like that idea. Uh, it's like the, it's like making a documentary about Super Mario, and you play segments of the original game while you know while there's like interview segments and stuff. It's just different. You mm-hmm. know? An interesting way to combine these two mediums. Um, Mortal Kombat One, I think, is just it's. The only reason why I put that, I usually don't care too much about fighting games. It's a it's a reboot, and it sounds like it was really really successful and yeah. really accomplished its goal. You know? I heard that too. Uh, that's cool. Payday Three. I don't care too much about it, but it's it's a known franchise. Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty sold four point two million copies in the first three weeks, I believe. Mm. Pretty fucking nuts. I do think it looks really good. I didn't try it, but that game got a lot of buzz. A lot of people played it. Lords of the Fallen. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be really good too. Yeah, I saw that. I, I saw mean, a lot of that. Surprisingly large critical acclaim, right? Yeah. Uh, I even one, thought I the first one didn't do great. I don't think. No, no. Uh, I didn't like it. I had it um... with our love of Elden Ring, like, and it looks like it's nailing the multiplayer angle pretty well. I certainly thought about it. You know, World of Horror, uh, indie game, extremely different, really weird, like visual novel role playing game inspired by like Junji Ito stuff. Very strange. I fucking loved it. It's out there. It's weird. It's different. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Mm. You know, we may not give a shit, but that game was fucking... Yeah. It was, it's big. Um, another big Nintendo game. Super Mario RPG Remake. Also not as big as the other two, but like still pretty big. Um, Robocop Rogue City. Uh, that's there because it's like actually... It's an adaptation of something that should be complete and utter trash that supposedly is surprisingly good. Right. Uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. You know, that's pretty big. I mean, the IP is huge. Yeah. You know, like it's Ubisoft. It's a big publisher. I don't know. So all that to say. There's been a lot of stuff that came out. It's an impressive out, list, man. You know. But we have to go over previous year's list. We would. We would. I mean, like would. it's it's not fair. I feel like there's an argument, but yeah. I mean, uh, maybe sometime we'll put in the time and do that okay. comparison. But listen, for now, we'll just have to leave it as, in my opinion, uh, certainly the best year in gaming since we've been recording. Oh, yeah. That, I, I would say, hands down. I don't think that's a um, question, is it? I mean, no. But uh, well, was, uh, there was one year where Dying Light and Elden Ring and oh, yeah. a shit Elden ton Ring. of good stuff came out. Dying Light was good, also. Yeah, you're right. Um, no. We got to think about this. <laughs> got to think about it. Got to think about it. It's a bold ass statement you know, to claim you, these. Uh, when you when you said Elden Ring, I was like, ah oh, man, yeah, that kind of unfortunately that may make it's like that may 
completely just like change it fuck everything else because Elden Ring is just so momentous that it's like it, mm. it sort of automatically dominates yeah I don't same know same time as like a lot of other games <laughs> came out that yeah year that's too. true that's true um, yeah yeah well I don't know. Listen, I think who it's knows? A ridiculous man. statement. It's all opinion. Who it is. Gives a it shit? is. Um, this kind of bullshit is. It's the stuff that's fun to discuss on Fireside Chat. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And uh, I think we can safely say that it was a pretty fucking good year of gaming. I think it was like, busy. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I, I am impressed. I'm very, very impressed. Yeah. Well, I mean, should we leave it there, too? Yeah. Happy New Year, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Happy New Year. Take it easy. That was close to New Year now. Uh, what now or or now? Yes. Uh, this will be after New Year's. Yeah, so yeah, Happy yeah. New Year's. After New Year's. This is the first one after totally New Year's. Totally works. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah.